there. Welcome back to another episode of Social Media Manager Confidential. If this is your first episode, a special welcome and shout out to you. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if this is not your first episode and you're coming back every single week, thank you so much for being here and letting me know what you love about the show over on Instagram. If you do like the show, I would love to have you leave a five-star review over in Apple Podcasts so that you can help this show continue with all of the amazing episodes. So today I'm really excited to chat with Sharon about brand transparency, growing an agency, hiring team members, working with international clients and team members, and she's just a lot of fun. She has a lot of really great nuggets of wisdom, so I'm excited to share that with you. Social media management is notorious for being high pressure, competitive, and changing literally every day, which is why it isn't surprising that most social media managers get burned out within the first two years. So how do you keep going? How do you stay up with the latest updates, protect your mental health, and build a successful social media management business that supports your lifestyle goals? Whether that's working from home with your kiddos or jet-setting around the world, that's what this show is all about. Welcome to Social Media Manager Confidential. I'm Shante Gorman, founder of a six-figure social media management agency and mentor to social media managers. And I'm here to dish on the ins and outs of the social media management world without any of the gatekeeping that can come along with it. You'll learn, you'll laugh, and you'll leave each episode inspired. Let's dive into today's episode. I am back with a special guest. We have Sharon Brand, and she has over seven years of experience in communication, digital, and influencer marketing within the fashion sector. Sharon uses her international and widespread experiences to individually consult brands, influencers, and entrepreneurs on how to elevate their online presence and achieve their goals through various branding and marketing initiatives. As a Parsons Paris graduate, she applies her skills to build her clients' trust and creates a strategic business plan that is easy to understand and follow that reflects the brand's need of growth. Result-driven and passionate, Sharon has grown her own social media following over the years by creating an online community and by working closely with various international brands. Hi, Sharon. How are you? Hello. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Good. I'm excited to have you here. And I just have to tell everyone. So in my email newsletter, I mentioned that I really love watching the bold type. And Sharon was the one who recommended it to me when we first started talking. And I binge watched the entire, what is it, like five seasons straight through. And so I love it. And it was a great recommendation. <laughs> we love a good show. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Sharon, if you want to just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself and your current business setup. Yeah, for sure. So I am the founder of BMG, which is a social media agency, as you mentioned. The thing is that it didn't really start just like this. And I didn't really want to at first start an agency in social media working with fashion brands. Uh, what happened, and I'm going to go way backwards, uh, is that I studied communication marketing, but originally I wanted to apply to a 3D animation program uh, because I love to draw. I love cartoons. Uh, I still do it right now on my uh, own time. And I think actually the beautiful thing is that it didn't turn out to be a career path because I think it's nice that it's just a hobby on the side. 
and I'm not doing it for, you know, to live and to work. So I didn't get in that program, which led me to switch a career path and go into studio arts, which is kind of a broader art program. And in that program, I studied journalism, communication, uh, fell in love with it. I actually wanted to be a journalist at some point also. And when I studied communication in uh, Israel in 2015, I started a blog. So I loved blogging. I loved writing. I loved taking pictures of, you know, restaurants, places I was visiting, just to share it with the world and just give out recommendations. And then from there, I studied fashion. So I really combined both of those, those two passions, communication and fashion. And then COVID hit, and I was always very active on social media. That's, I think, one thing that's important. When it, Instagram first launched, I just thought that there was something so powerful with it that you can share, spread your message, share what you want to say, um, voice out your opinion, kind of ha also have a visual diary of, you know, things that you love to do. So I started, I, and I was, yeah, I was always on Instagram. So when COVID happened, a lot of my friends and family friends and just brands in general that were following me were asking me for help because physically all their stores were closing and all that were left was the digital sphere, right? Right. So I went full force with it and I started helping brands and I was just doing it, you know, for fun. And my dad was like, but why are you not opening a business for, for this? You're helping yeah. out a lot of people right now. So I said, you know what, maybe he's right. Maybe I should start a business. And I love that we're recording this on April 13th because it's, I mean, three years ago, exactly. Uh, that's when I started designing my logo, the website, the color palette for the website. Oh, wow. It was the, yeah, it was the first prototype. So everything has changed now. But uh, it was three years ago. And ever since, I mean, now we are a team of five uh, and it's still growing. We have seven clients who are in the fashion, beauty, lifestyle world. And we're really just focusing on empowering small businesses and giving them that voice on social media for just people who don't know how to utilize social media for their brand and to grow there, to grow their community, grow their online presence. I think people have a lot of, um, you know, it's kind of like a double-edged sword where people are like, oh, but how can brands actually put themselves out there on social media? It's just social media. But today it's... It's social media is so important for your brand. Yeah. You need to have social media uh, for, you know, to, to, yeah, to get loyal customers. People want to see if you're credible, if you're legitimate, what you're selling, and they want to see the, the team and the fun behind it and the realness behind it. So you're able to showcase all of that with social media. And I think that's the, I mean, you know, you see my energy right now. I like, I love talking about it so yeah. much. <laughs> and I think there's something just super powerful that comes with, you know, being on social media. Yes, I agree. I agree. And what I really love, so you're international and your team is also international and you work with international brands. So can you tell us a little bit more about like what that's like? For sure. So I didn't mention that. So I was born in Paris. I grew up in Canada. And I think that's really the two combined, you know, growing up in two different culture and two different continent, really. Uh, it really... I think opened my mind to different, just being around different people, around different cultures, different backgrounds, religions, all that. And I think that's why also today we're successfully working with so many international brands uh, because I had the chance to travel abroad, study, studying abroad, all that. Also, I was exposed to, you know, more just stories from all around the world and all that. So that really, really helped me just 
telling myself, okay, we can work with different people who live around the world. That's not an issue. Just, you know, you just need to be open-minded about it. And actually after, yeah, after growing up in Canada, I studied in Tel Aviv and then I studied in New York and then went back to Paris for a bit and then back to Montreal during COVID. And now I'm officially living in Tel Aviv. So a lot of back and forth. And to get back to your question, my team is in Canada because I built BMG in Canada and I really, really wanted to keep it in North America. Most of our clients are in America and Canada, and I love working with that side of the world also. And right now I came here for personal reasons, but we're expanding also in the Middle East and in Europe. So that's also very exciting. Amazing. That is very exciting. I love all the growth and you've grown pretty quickly since you started what, like during COVID, it hasn't really been that long. It feels like a really long time. <laughs> yeah, right. Sometimes I I have to think back of COVID and what was life during COVID. Yeah. And I just feel like we're living in a nightmare. Yeah, it's so weird. It's kind of like a little apocalyptic where you're like, I can't believe that actually happened and we've actually gone through it. And now we're like mostly back to normal. Yeah, It's a weird, weird experience. <laughs> it really is. But I'm super glad that we went through it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think social media has really changed a lot since COVID. And there's so many more online businesses and social media for marketing has just become so much more important. People are taking it a lot more seriously and a lot of businesses are seeing a lot of success. There's there's definitely been some pros that have come out of it. It's really changed the landscape of what it is that we do. Yeah, for sure. And if I can add something uh, on that, I really thought that all businesses had it figured out on social media during co before COVID. But not everyone has a story that is exactly what you know their mission and vision is. So COVID was really eye opening, and honestly, I don't know what it would have been if I opened up an agency in a world post or before COVID. If the COVID didn't exist, uh, I think that the growth of the company is all due to COVID. So it's weird to say that, but I have COVID to thank for the growth of the company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really changed a lot. Like, I feel like, like you said, a lot of businesses, maybe they had social media, but it wasn't really a priority or like they weren't using it to the fullest potential. And then they all of a sudden had to, and it was like a scramble to, try to make it work to try to keep the business going when it was just virtual. And I think it changed a lot and it really made a lot of people become social media managers and like start their own businesses and experience a lot of growth. Like my business grew a lot during COVID as well. That's when we really started growing our team. Uh, and it sounds like you kind of had the same trajectory from it. Yeah. No. And also, I mean, everyone's home, you know, everything's closed, nothing to do. So best time to start something. <laughs> yeah, very true. We kind of covered how you got started in social media management work already. Uh, so if you want to tell me what's your favorite and least favorite things about social media management? So I would say the fav my favorite thing is that we're able to work on different brands and always, always think of new concepts, uh, new unique branding aesthetics for different clients. Even sometimes if they're in the same industry, we're always, always finding new concepts. And it's really impressive that we can just, you know, think of new things each time. Every time the creative and content team come up with these ideas with, you know, the vision that is put in place, 
I'm always like, wow, how do they think about that? But they're killing it. What I don't like, or like least, I think, is that sometimes Instagram is a real puzzle. And, you know, that also, I mean, I could say that for other social media platforms, pinning down the algorithm and what works and doesn't work is sometimes so confusing because you can try your best. And right now we're seeing that right now with the current social media coordinator, who's also in charge of the analytics and doing all the strategy for all of our clients. We're really doing everything by the book sometime and there's still no correlation with the growth of the client. So sometimes you have to go outside the lines and just, just do it for fun. And it's when you, when you care least that it all happens for some weird reasons. So that's actually one piece of advice I want to give out to other social media managers out there. Don't take it too seriously. Just have fun with it and then you'll see the account grow. But that's yeah. one thing I really, really, truly, and I don't hate it, but it bothers me, you know? You just want to, yeah. yeah, it's like a plain detective or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like an exact science. Like you can like, you have to like test so many different formats and different things just to see what works. And then you can kind of dive into that and do that a little more. But then it also happens where all of a sudden that stops working and you have to like start from scratch. And so it's a real challenge. Right. And I don't know if that happened to you, but the funniest thing is when we tell clients, well, we can try that and just to test it out. And they go, we don't want to test though. But we then we tell them, but we kind of need to test just to yeah. see what's the benchmark and if it's going to work. So that's kind of a funny story I like to tell. It's like, we need to test it. <laughs> Yeah, we have to. That's just part of it. If you don't want to do testing, you're not going to see any growth or success because it's just, I don't know, there's a little bit of luck involved too. It's not just just strategy. Strategy goes a long way, but there's also testing is just part of it. And I think communicating that with clients, like communicating expectations, saying, hey, we're going to be testing. Some things might go well, some things might not. And managing that is also a big part of of all of that. For sure. And I think one thing that brands, you know, business owners sometimes also have a hard time knowing or understanding is that social media marketing is one thing, but there's also so many other uh, categories that needs to be combined for a brand to grow online. So let's say there is social media management. There also needs to be paid ads, influencer marketing, someone for brand marketing, someone for the website I mean, it's not just posting and communicating. And I think that's what I always say in my first calls. It's, listen, you have expectations, but the reality is that we're communicating on your brand this way, this way, we will do this, 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 but you need to have all the other pieces combined for this result, this result, this result. Yeah, exactly. There's only so much. We can only take you so far. Like you need to have other pieces in place. It all has to work together. And I think a lot of, businesses who are new to social media and like social media marketing don't fully understand how it all works together and all the different pieces they need. Right. I'm going to slide right in here and interrupt for just a moment to let you know that you are personally invited to join the Sugar Punch community for social media managers. Inside this community, social media managers like you come together to meet and support one another, get answers to burning questions, and build a thriving social media management business. It's 100% free, plus you'll get access to exclusive trainings and resources, be invited to special events, participate in fun challenges, get added to our social media manager directory, and more. 
Create your free account by going to community.sugarpunchmarketing.com. I'll link it in the show notes for you. See you inside. Now back to today's episode. If there's anything you wish someone had told you before you got started, what would it be? Uh, I wish someone told me that I wouldn't be a social media manager today and that would be more on the business side of things. Yeah. Uh, what I'm doing right now is managing, overviewing, confirming, uh, giving out my opinion for the vision uh, that we want to go for. I'm doing invoices, administrative tasks, hiring, uh, sales, everything but social media itself. So I have to thank my team for that. First of all, they're doing an incredible, incredible job. I, I wish someone told me that just because, I mean, I wouldn't have changed anything. I love doing what I'm doing now and I think it fits me perfectly. It's just, I guess I would have had some kind of expectations, right? Because I yeah. did, didn't realize that this would be happening so quick. And three years later, I mean, I'm not creating one story template. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm just on the back end now and my team has the, has the stage. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You do the big picture stuff and the actual like business running the business type of thing and talking to clients and stuff, but then they're doing all the creative. Yeah. So it's, it's an interesting experience because my team is set up very similarly. I still like to be involved in the creative, but I'm kind of overseeing it. It's a very different experience when you have other people on the team and like working for you. I've seen a lot of brands, uh, well, sorry, founders and CEO that are actually hiring a CEO and then they stay founder and creative director of their brand, but the CEO is scaling and, you know, moving the business up the way it should. And just because that's not something that they know how to do, I think, you know, I hadn't taken one business class and now here I am uh, hiring and if I, if, you know, I, sometimes I use ChatGPT for the kind of emails that I need to write because it's not something that I learned in school. So I have no idea yeah. how to do it. So it's really interesting though. We're learning every day. So we love that. Yes. Yes. There's always something new <laughs> happening, whether it's in social media or a new business lesson that needs to be learned. Exactly. So when you started hiring a team, because a lot of social media managers who listen to this podcast aspire to that or are within that space. Um, is there any advice that you would have as far as growing a team? Yes. And I love this question so much. I have so many things to say about it. So okay, <laughs> first of all, the way that it happened for me was super, super organic. I want to say I wasn't specifically looking for someone um, to be on the team. It's just that I had said yes to start an internship in Paris two months after I created BMG. And because we already had some clients and I was going to be doing this internship full-time, I needed someone to help me with the clients in Montreal. So I wrote on Instagram, found someone incredible, and that's actually when I realized, oh, it's really cool to work with someone. I don't want to be doing this alone. So first of all, this is really important. Sometimes you might want to just work on your own and be, you know, like I'm going to say like your name, social media manager, or you want to scale things up and then have a team that's two different ways of doing. I really knew from day one that I wanted a team. I just didn't know when, and then this happened really fast, uh, as in two months in. My best advice now that we are hiring more and more and in a more structured way also is to have systems in place that work for you. So that means systems in place when you are looking to hire, so looking to post the post that you're hiring, uh, systems in place when you're interviewing, because if you speak to 10 people, you want to keep track of everything. 
and systems in place after uh, interviewing when you are doing the onboarding of a new team member. Uh, so systems in place are great. I think it keeps me at least organized and just aware of everything that's happening because it's a lot, uh, which leads me to my other point. Do not think that hiring is, you know, a quick little task on your schedule because it takes yes. a lot of time. And when I'm hiring, I literally don't have time for anything else. And I'm so good at time management, but this is just takes up my whole day. So it's a lot and you need to go through a lot. But when you're actually speaking to all the people you'd be speaking to, one of my best advice is to really, really trust your gut. Like you're really going to know from the moment that they come on Zoom or the moment you meet them in person, if they're going to be it or not. And it's already happened to me where I had good feelings about two people. So I didn't hesitate in doing second interviews, third interviews. Really pin it down so you are sure of your gut feeling, even if it takes three interviews. I also like to give homework tasks. I think that's a really nice thing for social media to at least, you know, know, okay, how do these people uh, think about this homework? How, what do they deliver? How long does it take them to deliver? Uh, I've had people who resigned from the position even before the homework, because they just, uh, I guess, weren't capable of doing it. So that really shows me a lot. And it doesn't waste my time with interviewing them a second time if they can't do a homework task. And my other advice is that if you do sign someone, you can go back on your steps. So just uh, trust yourself. And honestly, it might be the best thing that happened to your company or to you. So just trust your instinct, even if it's signed and then you're having second thoughts. No, 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 you signed for a reason. So, uh, you know, this I learned recently and it's, uh, yeah, it's a fairly new advice that I could give out. Oh, I love that. There is a lot of detail in there. And I think that's very, very useful. So thank you. <laughs> so I know that you mentioned you wanted to chat about the transparency of being a social media manager. You and I both appreciate transparency. What do you feel like there's a lot of misunderstanding about within social media management like that we need more transparency for? I had seen this post on LinkedIn, it was a few months ago, and it was basically showing an iceberg and showing all of what social media managers are doing, and then the tip of the iceberg, which is what people see, and it's just a post on Instagram. I wish that people, brands, clients, really anyone who's wondering what this job takes, uh, realize that it's more than just a beautiful post on Instagram. Beautiful, or not beautiful, you know, I'm saying beautiful, the aesthetic yeah. way that, I, that I'm usually used to, but it's a lot of work. Uh, it's strategy, it's brainstorming, it's researching, it's creating, it's being creative. Uh, being creative is tough because you're not always creative, right? You're going to have those like sprout of creativity in the day or during the week, depending on the week. So you really want to sit with yourself, start being creative, and that doesn't always come daily. So I think that's one thing that people misunderstand about social media is that it's just so easy and same thing for influencers right people are like oh my god these guys are taking videos and posting their eye cream every day i mean how hard could this be they're creating content i mean to their defense they're creating beautiful videos adding text shooting yes they're receiving free stuff and whatever it is that they're receiving it's it's you know people could think of it as uh, a spoiled uh, job but not i mean they, they work hard for what they do, I think. so. They do. Yeah. And uh, same thing for us. I think that there's so much thought that come behind marketing and branding and social media. And without us, 
no brands would be would come alive on Instagram and on social media platforms. So yeah, we're killing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think it's not as emphasized, but we really like it's difficult sometimes to have to be creative all the time and just have to be on all the time and creating new things and keeping up with trends and what's going on in the world and just strategy and analytics. Like there's a lot involved. It's a very specific skill set. Yeah. In order to be a successful one. I had this um, past team member who was the biggest, biggest creative at heart. I mean, I hadn't met anyone as creative as her. And when she, when she was working, so we had, you know, structured days because uh, even though I'm super open and flexible with time with my team members, I still like to have a structure so everyone is working at the same time. She couldn't work early in the morning because she could create templates for Instagram only at night. So in the morning, she was trying, researching, brainstorming, but everything came to life later on. So that was super interesting for me. I learned a lot yeah. from, you know, different creatives. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And everyone, like their creative window depending on how their brain works, is at different times. So yeah, I think that's another piece of working with a team is understanding other people have different types of workflows and having to like navigate that. For transparency for brands though, if I may add something, I think that depending on the position of the brand and where the brand yeah wants to position themselves, it is really nice to add a transparency layer to where your products are made, who's the team that's working behind it, you know, and that's what we really, really try to show with all the brands that we work with, not only the beautiful aesthetic things, but also the more of manual labor that comes with the product that is being made or, you know, whatever it is, the industry that we're working on. But we really, really are big on emphasizing on behind the scenes. This is like a top, top for us. I love that. And I think that helps with like storytelling and showing more about the brand and just giving the full picture of what all goes on. Yeah. I think for people really love seeing that, especially on social media. I agree. What's it like being a business owner of a social media agency in your 20s? It's ups and downs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that some days there some days are incredible and I'm just on a high on life, which is it, it's most of the day. I'm lucky to say that. Uh, and there's days where I'm just sitting there. What am I doing? What do I know? Yeah. What, what is going on? Um, this is happening way too fast. Uh, you want yeah. people to take you seriously. You know, when you have prospect clients, we're working with older people than me. So uh, I'm selling them something and I'm in my 20s. I'm always thinking, oh my God, but would they, you know, trust me because I'm in my 20s. But the funny thing is that Older people don't have as much of an experience with social media, so they actually trust the younger generation with it. And I'm doing that myself because we're hiring our first ever uh, brand coordinator that's starting in two months, and she's 18 years old. So because she knows the video creation, TikTok, all the aesthetic that is of trend today. So yeah, yeah, I think it, you know, being in my 20s, starting a business. I think I started at 23. I'm turning 27 this year. It's uh, it's definitely a story to tell. Like, I'm really excited about what's to come. And when I think about it, it motivates me even more. I love that. I love that. And I think there's something to be said about, like, growing up with social media and it's just being a part of, like, your everyday life, even when you were younger. I think it just makes it a lot easier 
to get into it as a career? Yeah. I started uh, Instagram when it had just launched and I was one of the first persons to people to download it. And all my friends were telling me, what is this app? Why are you posting your New York trip? <laughs> what is this? I deleted it because no one was using it. And then when it came back on trend, everyone was downloading it. So I downloaded it again. I was like, I remember this post that I posted back in December. Remember that? <laughs> you are an early adopter. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Love it. Well, I love chatting with you. Again, thank you for the recommendation for the bold type. Definitely go give it a watch if you haven't. <laughs> um, where can people find you? So our Instagram handle is at Brands Media Group and my handle is at Sharon Brand. Uh, if you have any questions on what we do on social media or just want to say hi, we love connecting with other small business owners or just, yeah, anyone in general. So come say hi, super excited. And thank you so much for having me and letting me share my story. It's very exciting. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being on here. It was a pleasure chatting with you and I will link all of your socials in the show notes so everyone can Go and find you easily. Thank you for being on here. Thank you. Oh, amazing. She has so many good insights. Definitely make sure to give her a follow over on Instagram. Message her. Let her know that you heard the podcast episode and you loved it. And if you have any friends who are social media managers, share the link to this episode with them and help them out. And if you're not already following the podcast, make sure you hit the follow button or the plus button in Apple Podcasts. You can get brand new episodes delivered straight to your podcast app every Friday. And while you're at it, go ahead and leave us a five-star review. Let us know what you love about the show. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Learn more about my digital template shop, online courses, and mentorship program by going to my website at sugarpunchmarketing.com. And while you're there, make sure you join my safe, supportive community created exclusively for social media managers. It's 100% free to join and packed with really amazing resources, trainings, and people. See you next time.